to me, magic is hope. It's joy. It's pure, pure passion. It's a feeling that we can create a better earth. It's the sparkle behind people's eyes. Magic is that secret ingredient to getting through those tougher days. And it's the thing that makes dreams actually seem possible. Welcome to an absolute passion project of mine, a collection of conversations telling the stories of people making magic real. Hello and welcome back to Making Magic Real. It's lovely to be back. I have taken a short four-month break. I've kind of noticed and observed in myself with the way I post is I'll be able to post really consistently for like three months and then I seem to take two to three months or in this case four months off (laughs) and then kind of come back to it. But I really like, I'm just going to stick to that flow. I really like it. It works for me. It works with life things. And I'm incredibly excited to be back with a chat I had with Isis um, like a couple of weeks ago, two or three weeks ago. And I also have the next three episodes lined up to record and release over the next six weeks. And I'm hoping to consistently be back up until the end of the year and then take the two months off again. (laughs) Today's chat with Isis, if you haven't looked at her Instagram, I'll suggest jumping on that now and having a look. I'll tag that in the bio. She is a truly magical creatress. Also, new word from a friend, creatress, which I love and it's added into the vocab. But yeah, Isis's work is so, so beautiful. She does pottery, she does macrame and she does painting. And her pottery pieces are just stunning. Like you can tell how much time she's put into each piece. All her ceramic mugs with all their detailed pixie-like faces and curling ears, beads and bubbles. And each piece is just so truly alive and infused with spirit. Like some of the eyes hold a little glint of like cheeky forest nymph, while others kind of like really peer back at you with this like steadiness of like an old wise sentient being. And yeah, they're just also alive and I love them so much. We chat about today how her love of art has just become not only a source of income for her, but also a lifestyle that's really shown her that it is possible to live this life of pleasure and fun and how living this lifestyle has challenged, enriched and empowered her in so, so many ways. I love Isis's like lighthearted, giggly way of talking that's also incredibly straight to the point and I love her tone through her storytelling that's so passionate and full of determination and yeah, I can't wait to see how her journey evolves and how she keeps expanding and there's so much magic in her and I really hope you enjoy today's chat with Isis. So grab a cup of tea, get cosy, maybe even have a little art jam while you listen and let's dive in. I am so incredibly excited to be sitting in your room where Isis has made us a beautiful feast (laughs) and goblets and kombucha and smoked salmon and pesto and cheese and olives and chocolate croissants and there's just so much (laughs) happening and I love it. Yeah, yeah. I like food. (laughs) (laughs) So nice. And it was so nice today to one to meet you. Mm. But we got to see each other's market store setups at Yumundi Markets, which you were at originally Yumundi and I was at I Love Yumundi, which was so confusing. But it's basically a massive market. Um, how big is it? Like, it's really confusing how they do it. Like, there's two companies in this one market, yeah. and it's not like they own the left side, the others are on the right side. It's like so 
mishmash and then within the mishmash it changes Wednesdays and Saturdays but I'm glad you got there in the end yeah. so am I and we, were, yeah. we were at the same market essentially and mm. got to see each other's stalls mm. and yeah I'd love being able to see all your creations which I've been following for ages me too online <laughs> of yours <laughs> yeah. I've been following my own yeah, me too of me <laughs> makes a secret account to follow yourself yeah. Ooh la la. <laughs> wow, you're good. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> but yeah, so today to start the podcast, because your creations are magic and Thank you are magic <laughs> and this podcast is called Making Magic Real, mm-hmm. I thought it'd be nice to start with just asking you what magic feels like to you mm. or yeah, something that's magic in your life. You can take it either way. Okay. Oh, I like both of them. Magic is to me, I think when you follow your heart's passion and when you follow your intuition, like every day you make a choice in what you do. And if you kind of like stick to your own personal, like this is what I want to do, then magic unfolds. Today, there was so much of it. Like today, when you came to the store, like I was so <laughs> excited to see you. And then just that excitement of seeing you attracted so many other beautiful things to happen like right after it so I think that magic is when you're in the right place at the right time Mm -hmm. I think magic is abundance as well Mm -hmm. abundance in the like someone gives you a little shell and you're like oh my god yeah (laughs) I love that yeah (laughs) and how before we dive deep into your creative business and lifestyle Mm. how do you feel your time at this present moment my life feels very chaotic at the moment, and I'm loving it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's chaos vibes. Yeah, okay. like it's like can't catch a break. Chaos I know. Everywhere. Wait, is that you too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just a struggling. Like I'm like, oh, I need structure. And then every yeah. day is like, here's more chaos. I'm actually loving the chaos yeah. though, because like I feel like the chaos is intermingled with like opportunities. You know, yeah. like oh my god, someone asked me to be here. Like you here, we're here today. <laughs> ah, so exciting. Um, so my days, I was um. They're kind of like, you know how you have a phone and you have like a calendar? Yeah. I kind of do this thing where like I'll put in like, oh, I have to be here on this day. Oh, this day I have to make mugs. You know, this day I'll do this. And then if there's like an empty day, I'll just think like, oh, what else do I need to do? And I'm just kind of always putting in things every day. And I think that's kind of like one of the funnest things about having a business because you get to choose it all. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I might like do my accountant that day or or anything. My days, yeah, are very much not routinal. Mm. Uh, I might do every second week maybe like four days in a row of doing pottery and clay work and then maybe two days that next week doing glazing and carving and things like that Uh, I go to money markets almost every Saturday yeah but lately that's been, I know used to, but I stopped doing that a while ago when I got a one day a week job at Belmondo's. It's like an organic grocery store in Noosa. And I just kind of felt like I kind of wanted a section of my life that wasn't work in a way, like my own work. Like I kind of wanted to meet new people through not my business. And also like, I, I love it there. Like my manager's like a little angel and everyone there just makes me feel happy. So there is such <laughs> like a food that you yeah, the food, yeah. there is so good. So. The food's so good. Yeah. It's nice to have yeah. a break too. It's just like a source of income that brings you community, but yeah, you don't have to think further than it when you're in the job. Yeah. So like, that's exactly it. It's the sense yeah. of community I get there. And also, yeah, just knowing that if I feel like doing absolutely nothing for the rest of the week, you know, rent's covered and it's all good. Yeah. But now I'm kind of, I'll be actually ending that job pretty soon because I do this. I like maybe once every two years, I pick up a job for like a little bit one day a week and then I'm like, nah, I'm done. Like I can't do it anymore. <laughs> like, so I, I go in cycles like that, but it's, yeah. it's fun. <laughs> it's 
I literally I go through cycles like where I start looking at other jobs and I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like maybe maybe I need to go get a job for a bit. Like maybe what I'm doing isn't good enough. Yeah. And I was like trying to find all these jobs. Like mom was like nursery, but it was like potting plants, which sounds great, like amazing. I want to do that, but like <laughs> it was like five days a week or like yeah, they all like, yeah. And then it was like and then I'd be doing five days a week potting plants, two days market, and like it just doesn't it work. Just isn't gonna happen. <laughs> no, not at all. Um, so you've gotten to this point now where you're occasionally doing flittery bits of work, but mainly doing. <laughs> mugs and creating and yeah. kind of living every day how you want to yeah along your path oh actually before we actually ask that yes um would you like to describe what you made oh oh yes, yes. yeah like, that's actually a long paragraph oh yeah I, <laughs> i'm here for it i kind of describe it like um i make three things what started off my kind of like creation journey was oh was it macrame or paintings they're pretty intertwined yeah probably art yeah i think i started painting just yeah i mean like paintings <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, i probably started painting when i was about 15 um and i like you know i was like oh maybe i want to do this and then i kind of just haven't really stopped since never done it like full on i usually do like maybe five paintings a year it's always just yeah. kind of i think that comes like really intensely for a few weeks and then not at all for six months um but anyway i do paintings and they're kind of like alien fantasy fairy wonderland kind of mm. paintings some pleiadian energy some like feminine intuition energy yeah i get a lot of feminine yeah a lot of feminine i love like the naked over. body and yeah using like the energy that comes from us as like a like you know sometimes when you feel like you've got heaps of energy coming from your head mm. like putting rainbows as describing that energy mm. yeah I'll be the painting side. And then I also do crystal macrame, which is like, um, you know, like crystals intertwined with rope. <laughs> and then Did you I... Did have a necklace off today? Yeah, she got one today, I which is like ceramic a... as well, though. Yeah, so. I love it because it's a little face. It's so beautiful. And it has yeah. like a third eye and then all these beautiful... Is it moss again? Moss again, yeah. yeah. All threaded up. And I, I mean, love Yeah, I love it too. It fits you so well. It like sits so good on you too. Oh, it's going to be a little... Extra companion. Or friend. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the third thing I do is, yeah, pottery, which I only started maybe two years ago. Really? Is that all? Yeah. Well, I did a, oh I've done, like, two pottery classes when I was, like, around that 15 age as well. Wow. But it was just kind of like a, oh, you want to go do a pottery class? Yeah, sure. You know. Wow. It wasn't like a, I want to do this. <laughs> but I studied with this girl on the coast called Fiona. Her business name is Nature Muse. She's in Dunan. And I was with her for maybe about a year. Yeah. And she taught me everything I know. She was, like, the best because every pottery person you go to makes it so complicated. They're like, mm. oh, you don't know what you're doing. Like, you can't do that. Like, there's you're going to explode the kiln. And they, there's, everything is wrong. And everything just pessimistic. Yeah. Look, they're not wrong. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's really complicated. And you can explode things. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. But you, she made a way of just, like, creating this space of, like, do whatever you want. And I'll let you know if it's not going to (laughs) work. Yeah, she was amazing. So I was with her for about a year and then I, um, you know, realized like I don't, I don't need to be here anymore, which was sad because it's just just so fun to be in her space. But yeah, the pottery, I'm making it so long. (laughs) The pottery is like, um, I kind of like to make every piece super quirky. So my favorite thing right now is like these face mugs where it's kind of like, it's a ceramic face, but it's a mug. <laughs> and I like doing a lot of third eyes. I like really playing with a lot of color and a lot of kind of like alien features and like really like humanoid features. Like I don't, I don't like, like to just make like a female. Yeah. And really like they're really mystical. Like I really imagine them like if you were deep in a rainforest or like deep under the sea, these like creatures like emerging out, yeah. but they're 
you're not sure, like, are they friendly? Are they yes. there to guide you? Are they there to test you? Mm. You're like, mm, what's going to happen? Like, and that's so been my relationship with, like, the visions of the beings that I see. Like, yeah. is it scary? Is it a demon? Yeah. Is it an angel? I don't know. But it's interesting. <laughs> yeah, I always find that too. It's like, I'm really not sure when you get, like, yeah, certain dream states, um, like, actual dream states mm, before yeah. sleep, and, like, these beings will come in. It's, I always sometimes go to block it because I'm so terrified. Yes. I'm like, yeah. am I bringing in something now that's going to just, like, take my light or, like, that's, like, going to control me or you yeah. hear about some horrific, like, you know, al- like alien spirit. All the scary movies and all that. Yeah, all the scary movies. But then I think it's something I'm like, oh, I'd love to move past it. And as I, like, break the walls down of fear, I get closer and closer to, like, this, like, it just starts to form into more light. As I trust it more, yeah. it's getting better um, and it can – see its colors and its face is nice or sometimes it mirrors mine so I'm like maybe it's just me Ooh, yeah I think form. some part of me thinks they're always kind of me but yeah, then just is everything me, me? <laughs> are you me <laughs> we'll be really scared of it like get away yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh but yeah I love the creatures the creatures of you well, the creatures yeah of everyone that you make and along your creation process has there been like little nudges or big nudges or yeah maybe they're just like subtle things or people who have inspired you along the way to be like yep this is what I'm going to be doing Mm. I think um the first person that showed me a life of like a life of pleasure was possible like a Mm. life of fun was possible was I actually forgot his last name but Angus I'll try and flip to him now he does pan pottery. Uh, it's a business. He lives in somewhere around Noosa area. I don't know. I there he is. I want to mention his name. Yeah. Angus McDiamond. <laughs> Diamond? I don't know. But pan pottery is his business name. Um, and I met him when I was working at Belmondo's selling, like, food. Um, I remember just, like, he had a little stand of pottery there. And I was just like, oh, my God, like, that's so cool. Like, I was just asking him so many questions. I was so curious. And he said, like do you want to come to my house and I'll show you my studio? And I was like, oh, my God. Like, how nice is this guy? <laughs> like, Wait, oh. had you, and you hadn't read the book at this time? Oh, no, no, no. I okay. met him, and I saw him in this book years later. <laughs> That's so crazy. Yeah. Just flipping through that, and it's like, oh, keeps the questions. And he was like, yes, student of the world. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, he wasn't in this book yet. This is a new book. Oh, cool. Yeah, so I met him when I was maybe 15, 14. Very oh, young. Yeah, yeah cool. very young. No, but would have been 15. Yeah, and he invited me to his house and he showed me this new way of living. He had pretty sure he built most of his house, like, with his partner. This is my memory. It could be slightly warped. <laughs> but he built most of his house with his partner. I lived in this tiny little cute um, cottage-like place, uh, like, on the river. He digs all of his own clay, sieves it. He built his own uh, pottery wheel and, like, spins it by foot, which is just mental. Like, mm. so cool. And he built his own kiln from, like, stones and clays. And I don't even know what you yeah. need to build a kiln, but he did it. <laughs> um, and that's what he does, like... It was just unfathomable that you could... It was just kind of this realisation that you really can do whatever you want. Mm -hmm. Like, you don't have to... Even if you're a potter, like, you don't have to just buy clay and spin it on the wheel. Like, you can literally do whatever you want. And And he like from scratch. Yeah, Yeah. so scratch. Everything about his life, just, I really... Like, I knew I wanted that for myself. Like, he had this beautiful wife as well, or whatever, partner. Um... But I just knew, I don't know I what that impression was. I want you to want your house. That's the life I want to live. And I feel like I do get closer and closer to that mm. with every step of like, not like his exact life, but like the idea of like having a beautiful home on a little humble property, like each day, enjoying your days, doing what you want to be doing, um, inspired to wake up, you know, eating fresh foods. Like it just, mm. it's so simple, but... 
when you see it, when you see someone actually living it, you're like, ooh. <laughs> like, me. And maybe it's just me, but I've never heard of anyone who'd done anything like that before. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it just, it just, it wasn't even more so that I could see that, like, I wanted, you know, the life of digging that clay. Like, I, I do clay. I don't want to dig my own clay. Like, it's not something I enjoy doing. <laughs> I've done it once or twice, but I was like, that's a lot of work. Um, but just is. more the idea that, yeah, I can make whatever I want. Like, I can make an alien cup, you know. <laughs> I can make vagina paintings. The world is free, and I'm loved for doing those yeah. things. <laughs> but, um. Yeah, in school, too. Courtney and I was just trying to this yeah. the other day. It's like, when we were in school, there was no job so we could see that would fit us. Like, when they're trying to, like, pick a career, and we were like, um, were you like I that? Actually, I actually could pick so many. Oh, really? Like, I could be an archaeologist, like, I could be an actor. Like, no, I, I love, like, all of that. Yeah, um, I love that you're like, I would go in any role. Yeah. <laughs> Give me my lifetime. Yeah. But when I did decide, like, just before I dropped out at the end of grade 11, I did yeah. decide that I did want to be an artist. Yeah, cool. all the teachers, like, except for one. One was amazing. But most of them, like, sat me down and was like, have you looked up the average income of an artist? Really? Like, you're <laughs> not going to make that much money. Oh, I just remember, like, the more... I met so many people that did that in my life. And it's wow. so true that the more people that say you can't do it mm. made me so much more want to do it. <laughs> I was talking about that just today. Of people who are like, you can't, and you just like, um... Watch, um, watch me, <laughs> like watch me flourish. <laughs> you're like saving all their numbers and contacts, so they come your time. You're like, just so you know, I've made above the average income. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they're like, who are you? You're yeah. Like, well, <laughs> you told do, me. Do you see this wine? Yeah. It is above ten dollars. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's 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 just it's more than their paycheck as well though. It's it's enjoying every day. What's what price is that? Yeah. So you left year eleven. Yeah, I finished year eleven and then I was like, I need to do art. Yeah, well, I ended up, um, yeah, it's like a safety net, you know, yeah. so I ended up <laughs> just studying childcare, which was pretty fun because I met some people in TAFE and I think I did a little bit of babysitting after that here and there. Um, but then I kind of saw, like I'd been doing macrame necklaces and people were starting to like ask to buy them and that mm-hmm. kind of started a thing. Like um, some, I remember out of nowhere, I was just in school and some lady from Sweden was like, can I buy some necklaces? <laughs> I was like, what? Okay. Um, how much money is this? I don't know. Um, it's so weird. Um, but it was great. <laughs> so I think the macrame started the idea that art could be profitable. Thank you, lady in Sweden. Yes. Thank- and I actually yeah. touched base with her recently. She was like, I've been following you. Like, you know, so- I can't remember what we said, but I was just really cute because she was probably the first, like, customer. Well, there's maybe small ones, but first big customer for sure. Mm. Um, That's actually so cute. I remember I actually had my, like, the first lady I drew in original four, which I saw mm. for $40. Because, like, cute. You're like, oh, yay. She, like, had messaged me, you know, like, two years ago or something and it'd be like years just been like hello like you drew me these beautiful mandelas like are you still drawing you know just, oh, and I was like oh I am but yeah. it was so nice just to, you know like she still had those pieces yeah, like you probably so that lady cool. from Sweden was probably like I still have your pieces and I like know. she's like watching you flourish I know yeah. well just I remember maybe like half a year ago I posted I love to reminisce yeah <laughs> I like posted a picture of a painting then I'm like oh I love this painting so much like I hope the person who has it like loves it and they they <gasps> commented and they were like I have it and I love it and I'm like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> like oh it was crazy just yeah that's so cute mm. you're like yeah it's a treasure because it's I never know. not wild that's something you make from like your mind you bring forth in your little tiny space and then you just like you just humbly present it to the world and yeah. like oh yes i have that and then they put it in their room <laughs> like, i think so like cute. when you do make things that are not normal too 
Yeah. You need a lot of support. Yeah. <laughs> you need a lot of a lot of compliments <laughs> to keep it going. Otherwise, you're like, oh no, <laughs> what am I doing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so where? Yeah. After then, you started having your first kind of like sales of macrame. Yeah. Of macrame. Mm. Over the past even year, yeah. How did you find during the COVID mm. kind of time? Did you find your art style change, or like, mm. how did you find that change, or is it just like? the natural ebbs and flows have kind of happened. Well, actually during COVID, I wasn't um, like, and I wasn't like, I wasn't a full-time artist. Um, I was, I think I was doing a few things here and there, but COVID, me both and my partner had a lot of like deep existential thinking. (laughs) As so many creatives did of like, you know, this isn't the most ideal life I could be living. And from there I realized like, look, I want to be either a florist work in a crystal mm. store or you know be an artist somehow but I just didn't yeah. see how that could work yet yeah. um and that's how I ended up working for Elemental Formations the crystal company cool because I wanted to work with crystals yeah and then I after working for them for a while like making the lamps I was in charge of markets for like a little bit and I the first market I got to I remember being there and people were like asking me like with the necklace I had on like oh where can I buy that and I was like Ooh. <laughs> and looking around at like all these artists at the market like selling their things and yeah. I'm like oh that's how we can do it yeah so maybe a few months later yeah I had a market store yeah, that's so cool how <laughs> was yeah. your first market store at the time where was my first one? oh actually my very very first one was at these Noosa Twilight Markets. Yeah. And it, like, I sold, like, three cards. It was pretty bad. I just had a table, no marquee. Yeah. It looked so strange in photos. It was, it was a little bit cute, but... <laughs> it's a good flashback. <laughs> yeah, it memory is. that, oh, yeah. tiny. Yeah, it is cute yeah. to look back on. But, yeah, I didn't really sell anything. But I just knew that, you know, it, I don't look like the rest of the market stalls. Um, but my first, like, proper, proper market store that I prepared for was Cotton Tree Markets because that was just the first one that accepted me. I also sold at the time, for, like, the first year of my business, I also sold crystals. Like, I'd buy them wholesales and re- buy them wholesale yeah. <laughs> and resell them. And that, like, gave me quite a bit of money. Mm-hmm. But I was kind of realizing at some point, like, can I... Like, it wasn't, it wasn't feeling ethical anymore. It wasn't feeling, like... I didn't like the idea of retail. I can't stand yeah. the idea of me buying something and then someone just buying it for more. Yeah. <laughs> I just can't. It just seems it's so really, weird. It's a really weird concept. It's so weird. Yeah. And being to so like a woman in business mm. as well, how have you found your relationship to yourself change while working for yourself? I love that question. Yeah. <laughs> Very. I like how you added it too. Yeah, my self-confidence and my, like, um, strength has mm. grown so much since starting my business. And not even since starting, I'd say, like, there was a huge burst of it, maybe a year in. Similar time when I stopped selling the crystals, when I just switched mm. to fully handmade. I really had to learn, yeah, that I'm in control of my life. And I have to say no when it's needed. And I have to say, like, this product costs this much. No, you can't have a discount. Because <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, especially, <laughs> yeah, especially at the market, like, I'm sure you've experienced it too being young because most people there I don't know if it's the same where you do markets but they're all kind of like over 40 like they're much older people you definitely get people who want to um walk all over you and especially I don't know if I'm extra sensitive to it but like older men Mm. I find they'll come over and they'll 
oh, so you have some strange stories. My goodness. <laughs> some One guy was trying tell to tell us me. Oh, this is the weirdest one. This guy would say something different each week. I think he was a bit crazy. He said that he is holding a sci-fi conference in a month's time and he really wants me to be an artist. And like, first I'd be like, holy shit. Yeah. Hell yeah. That sounds so fun. Yeah. But then the more he talks about it, you're like, wait, is this real? Yes, and he like, shows, oh my goodness, am I yeah. being abducted into a sci-fi concert? Yeah. <laughs> and he goes into like more details and then he says that oh the way the money works is the people coming in, they they transfer their money into these money coins that we make and they're like these special sci-fi, you know, different planet country money. Currency, yeah. Think, yeah. And it's like and then they give that money to you to spend on it and then, you know, you give it back to us to give you money and that's how we avoid tax. I'm like, sorry, what? But at the time, that was a year ago or something like that, and I still wasn't at the point where I would go, what do you mean? That doesn't make any sense. Like, that sentence would not come out of my mouth. Yeah, like, inside, but on the front, you still have, like, the polite good girl Mm -hmm. face being like, oh, trying to appease, like, trying to, Mm -hmm. what's the word? Um, But not even, though, because at that point... I didn't even have the inside voice to go, that's weird. I would just go, you're a person, you're telling me this, it must be true, you look excited, so it must be exciting. (laughs) Yeah, I got into some weird situations with that. (laughs) So how did that, did you just like, did you realise then when he came back around, like it was the next market, then you're like, oh, did it start to fall together? No, it's usually five minutes after they've left, well back in the day when it used to sink in and I was like, that wasn't cool. Yeah, but other things like that when, like, really creepy guys, like, I was feeling really uncomfortable, and they'd be like, give me a hug, and I'd be like, oh, okay, sure. (laughs) So stupid now I think back on it, but it took me months of practice Mm -hmm. to learn to have the courage to just say, like, don't like I don't feel like hugging you or just just even not replying like sometimes like you're allowed to say nothing and stare back and then they maybe think about what they just said and how messed up it is yeah Yeah. anyway um, I reckon that's that's something really tricky I definitely found that at markets it's like mm. my biggest challenge was not over talking people I didn't like because I always like that. That's yes, like, that was what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. And it's like I want to smile at them. Yeah, how are you? Yeah, like oh, engaged. why are you angry? Are you okay? Yeah, <laughs> but to actually like to hold myself back, it felt like internally there was like you know when you see those movies, <laughs> the guys like I want to beat him up, and then like three guys are holding him back. Yeah, like internally, like that. That's how many people it took to like hold <laughs> myself back, to, like not ask him like yes. this question, just to be like, no, I don't need to interact. I'm allowed yeah. to stand inside or I'm allowed to busy myself and I don't have to even acknowledge that you're there when you're yeah. giving me really bad, And sometimes vibes. I'll just go to the bathroom. I just leave. Yeah. Because there's no other way. They'll keep coming. Yeah. But yeah, I definitely, like, I think about this all the time and it didn't, it's not just in that sense, like, the courage and strength that I have learned from running a business and how mm. I take that in my own life now, like, I am so much more direct with, like, the words I say. Like, I'm so much like, you know, this is what I want, this is what I don't like. Yeah. Or like, yeah, being more like just like truthful, but like kind of blatantly. Mm -hmm. And I find that it pushes people away really quick or it draws them in really quick. Yeah. You're not time wasting. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You're just getting straight to the point. You're like, Like, I have mugs to make. Yeah. Time to waste. Like, how are you going? (laughs) Oh, you know, I didn't like when you said that. Can we talk about that? Like, yeah, I've learned so much. A lot of amazing things I couldn't be more grateful for, Mm. things that I've learned. Just that independence as well, which I am so grateful that my business gives me because I get to, you know, go to, like, a festival or a market and it's just me. I'm in control. Like, so fun. Going off into the world with your creation. Yeah, it can be scary. (laughs) 
Especially when you've got like booby mugs and <laughs> naked aliens and people are like, ooh, is that a rubbish? Yeah, what are people's reactions? Oh, oh my goodness. A mixed bag. Yeah. <laughs> the funniest ones is when like, because like my art is not intended to be sexual at all, at least not the ones I put out to the market. <laughs> I just see it as like rawness. But it's funny one because children love it. Children will be like, wow, like that's beautiful. And then the parents will come over and be like, hurry along, Jimmy. Like, don't look here. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. <laughs> yeah, what other really reactions funny. do you get? Um, one that is, it never used to bother me, I think when I was younger I got complimented by it, but now I'm starting to get offended by it in a way, mm. is that people assume that I do acid and mushrooms all the time. Oh my goodness. <laughs> you get that too? All the time. Yeah. yeah. I personally don't like drugs just because yeah. I've known people who it has, like, I don't know, wrecked I per se. Um, and so yeah. yeah, I'm not into it at all. Yeah. Um, I like some wine occasionally. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of me. And um, yeah, people ask me like, oh, you like do these when you're tripping? And it uh, at first I was like, no, dude. I like, kind of thought it was a compliment because yeah. I was young. Um, but now I'm kind of thinking like it feels a bit demeaning in a way, like almost to think that um, people can't understand that your imagination could be so vivid without drugs. Yeah. And I just really try and like get it out there that, you know, you can. We, creativity is a muscle. Yeah. Like, people be like, oh, I could never, I'm not creative. And, like, I'm always like, oh, what are you doing? Like, I knit. They knit the most incredible things yeah. ever. Like, creativity, anyone can do it. Yeah. If somebody spent an, a year painting, I'm sure they could paint better than me. If they spent a year painting every single day. Yeah, because it's just dedication as well. It and, is. like, I found, like, I definitely had my party days, but I wasn't creating my best art. And it was mm. only when I, like, started doing art full time, I was like, stop drinking. Like, yeah occasionally have like a t- like a quarter cup one like i'm done yeah um, yeah yeah um you know but like it's just yeah people come up and assume that you're like yeah taking all this acid all the time and i'm mm. like probably gonna run a business i'm taking acid all the time <laughs> like what do you think but i think because <laughs> people like that's the only way they know how to like bridge to that world yeah. which is like it's kind of like there's lots of people that be like no no you can get there other ways like you can do it sober but mm. i think people like to shortcut it and they like you don't like you said don't like to put in the year to paint yeah and they're like no i just want to get those straight that's away that's actually a new point yeah they maybe just don't even want to think that it's possible for them because otherwise you know that it's might hurt work. their feelings yeah and, so, and they might hurt their feelings yeah. and it's like and it's too overwhelming but they know they want to get there so bad but then like oh just you know she just gets it yeah because she takes his acid that's why she's yeah. so good you know like oh it's unachievable for me i could never do that even though like there's a craving in them that's like, I want to create like that. Yeah. And then when you're like, nah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, damn it. <laughs> Mark it so. Mm. I do want to ask you, for people wanting to, like, if they wanted to go into markets, too, mm. how, because one of my favourite things in market is people watching. And yeah. All the different sales tactics where yes. it's like, oh, it's so fascinating. Like, it comes from a place of heart because they're mm. selling the product you want, but it still is an art to selling your product that, um, that like reflects who you are. Yeah. And like I love watching you know, there's always person says, ah, how are you going? They're really <gasps> loud. I know. Charismatic and you can hear everything they're saying. But then they're like, yeah, they're just on fire. Like, they sell so much. My God, I can't believe people fall for it. Like I used to work next to a guy who sold jewelry and he'd be like, oh, you lady over there. Yeah. And if that was up to me, I'd be like, fuck off. <laughs> but, yeah, but they come up and he goes, you look beautiful in that. Try that on. You should buy that. Yeah, you buy that too. And they buy it all. Don't they? <laughs> And lady, except too, like, like your skin looks like a bit dry. Like, come do this. Oh my god, that's so <laughs> me. And then, like, putting this cream on, and then, like, yeah, yeah, that does help. And then, buying it. Oh my god, and, yeah. But it works for so many because it reflects who they are and it's authentic to them. Yes. So it works. But, like, <laughs> that is such a good point. Yeah, but if we did it, yeah. it would be like, 
who do you think you are? Yeah. But I'd love to know, like, yeah, what's your, how do you reflect what you want to say? Like, how do you navigate talking to people in markets? What's your sales yeah. tactic without it being like, I want to sell you all my stuff, but yeah, how do you act? <laughs> I, <laughs> the motive is not to make money. Yeah, that's <laughs> So what, I'm that's probably like, not okay, the so best person. Tactic, but yeah. Like, how do you, how like, do you like interact with all the markets? Maybe that'd be better. I guess like, um, I really, I, I, I I could be a lot better. Yeah. I don't, a lot of the time I don't speak at all. I will let them speak to me. I'll just say like, do you need a hand? Let me know. Because I really hate the idea of someone buying something that they didn't need or want. I hate that. Mm. It's just like mass con- uh, consumerism. Like yeah. when, you know, people buy things they don't actually need. It's just mm. like, what is the point of me making this thing that I put love into for you to just put in your cupboard? Like, Especially when you make, like you specifically make slow art yeah. like, for that purpose. And so yeah, and it just it does it's never felt right. Actually, one time I did do a thing just for fun. <laughs> Some lady put it on and she asked me. She said, "Do you think I should buy it?" And I think I was having the worst day of my life that day. And I just said, "Yes." <laughs> and then you did. did. You? <laughs> uh, that was, I was sleeping yeah. night. <laughs> I felt really bad. And yeah, I haven't. I don't do that oh. at all. Um, yeah I definitely I really try and give people space and I I, sometimes if like we're getting I try and just get along with people like I'm not friends (laughs) but um if the vibe is right but um I'll usually stay silent until people seem interested I try and smile but if I've also come to a point where that same time a year ago where like I really wanted to if I'm not happy don't smile Sometimes I just won't even smile. But um, no, I'm not a salesperson. Yeah, no, it doesn't. I'm not a good salesperson. I just try and inform them that it's all handmade. They're welcome to try anything on, um, like how it's made a little bit. Yeah, I really leave it up to the person. I If I want to do more salesy things, like if I'm feeling like I need more money, I'll more so do that on my Instagram with taking nice photos, yeah. maybe trying to find a wholesaler, maybe trying to do those things. I don't ever like to push it on a person. I would yeah. more like to put it out in a less intrusive way. Yeah, that I makes sense. Yeah, it does. And too, because when you're putting it out there, you're not targeting like you're not hunting down targeting someone yeah it's just like you're offering it and if someone's like i really like i really resonate with that then they can come and get it yeah yeah it's more like i want it to reach more people in case there is someone out there that genuinely really wants that yeah i don't want to push those same people that don't want it yeah they sometimes like sometimes i'm like i get like i just talk so much that i wasn't like do people buy stuff so they stop talking <laughs> oh my god just because i just get in a roll and like it's just i i call it like my crazy market day so yeah. it's like every now and then i just i turn to the market i'm just in this like it's just everything that comes to my mouth is really weird and i know it sits funny like sometimes you just hit the mark and you're like yep resonating people it sounds yeah. good and other yeah. days you're like, wow. <laughs> yeah. you're like what mm. i'm saying just am sucks. i the crazy girl yeah. market <laughs> Yeah, I feel that. And you're like, got to just commit now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But don't you love it? Like, today was one of those days where all the weirdest people came to me and we all vibed. Like, one yes, lady. Yes, I love yeah, that. I made a mug that had a penis on it for the oh first time God. ever. And it was strange because so many of my mugs have breasts yeah. or, like, boulders or all sorts of things. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I love it. It's great. It's beautiful. But I made a penis mug and I was like, ah, what am I doing? Like, it felt so out of my comfort zone. What inspired the penis mug? Well, I was actually having a really bad day that day and I was like, <laughs> 
meant to be like making mugs because I needed mugs. Yeah. But then my partner was like, why don't you just like take a day and make what you want to make, you know, and not think about who would want it. Their stuff comes out when I do that. Yeah. <laughs> and so I just made this mug and it, yeah, it sold today to a really beautiful woman. And it's, it was like a, a cylinder, more like a glass than a mug, but it was like a cylinder. It had this man on it and the head was like coming above the rim. And yeah, he was just chilling, like just really relaxed. Yeah. And then his arms were going like wrapped around the mug. It's kind of hard to explain, but one of the arms wrapped all the way around to be a head of a snake. And the Ooh. other side was the end of a snake. So his arms were a snake eating each other. Oh, I like, loved the, that mug. The kind of like that, but they yeah. were his arms wrapped around the mug. That's and, incredible. Yeah, I really loved it. And I'm so glad. Like, it sucks oh. when you make something so special and someone goes like, oh, yeah, I'll just get that. And you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> Be like, but first you must answer first. <laughs> yes. you, really like it. Like, you must you- throw a party. <laughs> yeah. How do you find to through, like, your making process or your business process or lifestyle, like, when you have resistance come up? Do you ever get bouts resistance? You're like, oh, oh. it's so hard to do anything. Like, oh, my God, yeah. Yeah, how do you move through? through that Mm. it's more like those times when you don't feel good enough I think or you feel like you're not creative and you have no ideas and you sit there and you're like oh my god I suck um (laughs) but I think (laughs) yeah I think that um you just do it anyway like that's probably my biggest thing like I had that day the other day where I actually I have that a lot (laughs) I have it like all the time like maybe 80 percent of the time I sometimes yeah just feel like I can't do anything and I can't make anything and I suck but at the end of the day you know I may still look at them and be like they suck but then I'll glaze them and fire them and somehow out of nowhere I'm like oh my god I love them so like sometimes it doesn't happen that way like sometimes you love it the whole way through and yeah. sometimes you're so excited sometimes you have so many ideas and sometimes you have none but my thing is just just do it anyway yeah and that's kind of my thing with like all things creative, all things life, like more creative because you shouldn't just do everything anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, all things creative, like, you know, if you want to start a market store, like I had so much resistance to starting that. Mm. I was talking to you about that earlier. I need a lot of push for my partner to like have the, the imperfectness to be like, this is enough. Yeah. Um, and sometimes you need those extra people around you to just give you that boost. Yeah, I and really like, think you do. Like, yeah. I don't think I'd be able to do it without that support. Yeah. And what you were saying about him earlier, just being like, um, your partner saying like, oh, set a date. And yeah, he like, told I me to set that. a date when I, like, you know, book in a market. Yeah. And, like, I was like, no, like, I'll be ready when I'm ready. And I, I look back, we look back on that all the time and we think, like, I, well, it could have been years. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, because I, I really had this vision of, like, like I've got to have, like, 200 necklaces. I've got to have, like, yeah. all these things. But I ended up going with maybe, like, 30 necklaces, which is still, like, a lot. But I didn't think it was at all. And you just got to do it anyway. You just got to, you just got to do it anyway. <laughs> yeah. I think <laughs> yeah, the same people with that, like not having that extra person in their corner and like you, yeah. you probably be the same. You meet, I meet so many people at markets where their skill is incredible mm. and they're like, oh, I'd like to do, yeah, I'd like to do a market store one day or they're like, oh, it's just a hobby. All like, the time. Yeah. And they go, oh, this is your full time thing. You're like, yeah, it is. And then they're like, oh, I'd love to do this full time. Like, honestly, you could. In like yeah. Two seconds. I'm like, you're so much better than me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> insane but it's yeah it's the same thing of like that everyone's waiting for that perfect moment to do it yeah but it's so beautiful that your partner was like in mm. your corner being like do it like yeah I believe in you and then you're like you believe in me I have believe in me yeah that's exactly <laughs> it yeah yeah so much faith he had and so much like just like 
sureness that I would do great. Yeah. Um, which is awesome. Um, yeah, I'm so grateful for that. Yeah, we need that in our lives. We really do, yeah. yeah. What's your current, like, wisps of dreams when you sit in nature? Like, what comes to you really strongly? I know you've been saying you've been doing some hiking lately. I've seen yes. your Instagram. Yeah. And we actually so went awesome. on our first – we did, like, a six-day really hard hike. And, um, where? Six – yeah, six days. It was at Cardavon Gorge. Nice we ended up doing it in five days, though. We're, like, warriors. Whoa. Yeah. And it's, like, eight hours inland. And they kept saying, like, don't do this hike if you don't have hiking experience. We were, like, do it. we're going to do it anyway. <laughs> And it was so fun. And again, like so empowering. Like mm. I have been loving doing really scary things lately and just like proving myself wrong when yeah. I say I can't do something. Uh-huh. There was actually a huge thing we both went through, um, a huge realization of like what we can do. Like and I, I remember using that heaps more after the hike. Like we only did it a few weeks ago, but I'm sure our current life of like there were points in the trail where I was like I cannot take another step. Like, I'm done. Like, yeah. But you just don't have that choice. You have to keep going. Yeah. And you have to also, because we were adamant about it before starting, that we wanted to enjoy it. Like, even yeah. if things got hard, we wanted to work on our minds of, like, making the best of it and, like, enjoying the worst bits. And we did, like, the very last day. Because, yeah, it was meant to be a six-day hike, five nights. But we ended up doing the last one in in last two days and one night because the uh, environment ended up getting like very repetitional and the last two days were supposedly like on paper meant to be the easiest two days like most of the days were like 20 kilometers with very mountainous terrains like Mm. they were excruciating (laughs) so beautiful though um but on the second last day it it said that it was uh, i think 13 kilometers and then the last day was 10 i'm like well that's basically like one day a little bit longer and they on the map that we had it said it was all downhill too Um, sweet yeah we're like oh we can do this yeah we'll run down (laughs) as soon as we like we did the first one like yeah we'll we'll keep going to the next trail on the same day Um, and then we realized because sam has this gps thing and it calculated the kilometers wrong i don't know how it doesn't make any sense but instead of an extra 13 kilometers i think it was like an extra 17 oh my god and it I don't know how, but it was not downhill. It was, like, so uphill and then so downhill to the point where your thighs, like, really hurt. And then towards, like, maybe the last five kilometres, like, like every step we were, like, making, like, all sorts of noises, like, like, every step was so loud and exaggerated, but we were also, like, just cracking up laughing, like, at the excruciating pain and how, like, funny it was, like... We, especially the last 500 meters, like we both had a stick in hand, like hobbling like 90 year olds who just walked to the supermarket. Like we were, we were dead and the sun was setting. We, we could barely walk and move a muscle. Oh my God. Um, but it was just so funny because, you know, you never get to feel that. Yeah, ever to that extent. Yeah, and, we, and also the endorphins too. Cause we and, just, like, and you're fine now too. Which oh, is so yeah. Funny, but like it's so funny to like get those points. You're like, this is the worst. Like I'm in this yeah. deep thing. Well, yeah, that's what actually that's why I was bringing that up because the lesson I learned from that is like you can go through so much more than you think you can, mm. like whether that be emotions too, like or you know, art things. Like, it just showed me that, like, it just it showed me a bit more of my strength, yeah, and it really showed me that you know, you can do whatever you want in life, like, yeah, yeah. Where can people find your work in person mm. or online? Ooh. 
in person it's like a little complicated because I kind of am a bit sporadic yeah. um, <laughs> but usually um, definitely my Instagram is where I always yeah. say where I am with markets but I'm usually at Yamundi markets Yamundi um, the original yes, the original Yamundi markets <laughs> Every Saturday. Occasionally do random markets. And I think I'll be doing more festivals soon too, which mm. will be fun. Also, there is a, a shop opening that has my things in it, which is like yeah. so exciting. It's opening in your Monday as well. And it's with eight or seven other artists that I admire so much. They're all women, all handmade, beautiful products. Cool. Like everyone I saw, the women arrived. I was like, oh my God, I know you, I know you. Oh my God, you're all amazing. Like, I'm a part of this. <laughs> so, oh, I'm so grateful to be a part of it. It is that's Beautiful. so hot feeling <laughs> yeah um the store is called urban roots collective um and it's in the name. pavilion yeah it's gonna be so exciting mm-hmm. but yeah definitely check out that store and all the other amazing creations in there because those women are incredible and your instagram is oh my instagram yeah it's eyes of isis yeah. with underscores in between everything because <laughs> that's the only way i could get it <laughs> my name I mean, i've changed my name a lot over the years and it's not perfect now but i kind of committed to it is staying this way <laughs> i'm not yeah. changing it again um underscores it, and all <laughs> yeah it used to be isis's creations which i really liked but um someone once told me and i could really never get it out of my head that the way it's spelt on instagram and the way it is spelt when it's together is isis's secretions oh my god <laughs> so i just couldn't I just couldn't I had to do you like ruining that yeah yeah I do like eyes of ice so I really like it It too it's a really nice ring and because you do put eyes yeah I do eyes and faces on everything it makes so much sense yeah Yeah. (laughs) and people are always like oh like you you remember my name chicks people like what's your name again like and they have on the card so it just makes it easy yeah Yeah. oh my god your eyes of ice sounds cool yeah no one's actually ever said that before people usually say go ISIS oh probably because my name's changed so much (laughs) well thank you so much for making the time to have chats oh my god my pleasure you when you messaged I just I was actually going for a run I just stopped and started (laughs) squealing like ah and like immediately started texting you back were you like surprised by how quickly I made yeah, the track? I was so stoked I was like oh my god the enthusiasm I love it so much yeah I'm so excited there was and so many exclamation marks yeah. <laughs> and I've been so excited like I was saying to you earlier like you've been on my like list for mm. a while but like I don't like to mess with like you're on my list <laughs> I would have been really so happy believe. yeah I followed you for a while and like just admired your work so and especially yeah. like your hit so exciting I know it worked yeah. out so well so yeah. I was like when you were on my list and I was like okay as soon as I like, because I think you had sunshine post in your bio so I was like as soon as I'm going in the area I'm messaging you Yay. and be like hello yeah it's been so good to meet you and hang out it's been so lovely and yeah. I love the seed planted of perhaps joining market stalls mm. for events yes with our creations yes because you are so fun and I love your art so, so yeah and I feel like you're just yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah but thank you so much and <laughs> Oh, end the podcast. I still have never found a good way to like properly end the podcast. It sounds like really good. Ba ba da ba ba ba. Perfect. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of Making Magic Real today with Isis. I really hope you enjoyed today's chat, and it would mean the world if you feel like passing this episode on to a friend sharing it to socials or giving it a follow on Spotify or Apple or whatever platform you're listening on. And I'm so excited for the next few weeks upcoming episodes. I hope you're having a a magical day. Lots of love, Julia J. I, I, I feel like I would love to encourage everyone to close your eyes, sit with yourself in nature and visualize your absolute dream life and have no judgments and think 
how do I, what's the first step?